I'm very excited about today's call, but before we begin, we have Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching with our product of the week. Jesse, tell us about the new product that you've discovered. I am so excited about this product, Stephen. It's so new to the pageant planet, but it is so valuable. So we have started through our VIP membership, um, and this is actually for all contestants of any age, any division, any system. It's a one-on-one coaching call, and you can actually purchase it individually. So it's a 20-minute session with one of our expert coaches to go through any questions, concerns, challenges you're facing in your preparation, and just give you that extra set of expert eyes to make sure you are crossing your T's and dotting your I's. So with that, like, what if it's a male contestant or, you know, a mom that's looking for additional help for her three-year-old daughter, you know, all that, all that's covered? Absolutely. So we have clients as young as two years old, and we have dabbled in the male pageant sphere. So we can cover, again, any age, any pageant system. And if we're not familiar with the system, we will educate ourselves to make sure that we are ready and able to give you the best advice possible based on the history and the preference of your individual system. That's awesome. And you know, because if you don't know, I mean, there's no one coach on the planet who's an expert in every and every pageant, because honestly, there's just too many. So um, what do you do? Do you reach out to the director? Do you ask them what they're looking for in a title holder? And, and how does that kind of uh, virtual handshake work? Sure. Um, well, the first thing we do is we ask for your pageant paperwork. If you have any from pageants past or any kind of a draft you have working from, and then we are happy to reach out to the director, do research um, online, whether it's the website or their social media. And then the last thing we can always do is reach out to present or past national title holders, because who knows better than those that have lived it. So we are happy to take that extra step to make sure your preparation is thorough and exactly where it needs to be. Yeah, we, we've done this in the past with like, you know, National American Miss. If we had a question about their rules, we reached out to you know, Steve and Kathleen or whomever. And then we've also done this a lot with other organizations. Like if we don't know, we just reach out. And thankfully, because of the influence of our brand, like we can do that. And I mean, everybody is pretty comfortable because the director wants to give us the right information to give their girls or, or their guys. Um so how can they find out about this? And if they're a VIP member, like how does it work for them and, and what's the cost? So this is an add-on item for anyone. Like I mentioned, it is available for existing VIP members who get unlimited mock interview coaching. This is a nice add-on to, to make sure that you are well-rounded in your preparation. But for even any of our readers or our followers, this is an item you can purchase. It's only $25. Like I said, it's a 20-minute session. And you know your friends, your family, your existing coaches, they may be getting comfortable with you and you want to be challenged or you might be getting used to their particular type of questioning. So this is something that you can get out of your comfort zone and get one more perspective before pageant day. Or if you wanted to do monthly, that would be a great option as well. Um, and you can find it by visiting thepageantplanet.com slash pageant coaching. Awesome. And I did have one last question. Is it video or is it just phone call? How does that work? I'm glad you asked. So we do all of our coaching sessions, both mock interviews and coaching through a online portal. You don't even have to download a program. You click a link and it brings you right to a video conferencing software. So you will be face-to-face with that coach and have some great video and audio interface. Awesome. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks, Steven. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. 
Hey everyone, today Jesse Ledoux and I are with Brianna Philweber, who is like the new brand ambassador of the new MacDougall line, Fabulous. And today, what we're going to do is we are going to be discussing how to maintain confidence at any size. So, Jesse, Brianna, welcome to the call. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so I'm going to kind of put the first question towards you, Brianna. Why don't okay. you talk about um, the MacDougall like fabulous line at just like, you know, 30 seconds, just so those who aren't familiar with the model search, the plus size model search and all that. Talk about how it came about and like what you're actually going to be doing for MacDougall. Okay, so I entered the MacDougall model search. I saw it on Instagram. Um, a little background about me was I didn't know anything about the campaign. I didn't know MacDougall even offered plus size dresses. And I was a model at one point. So when I saw the campaign, it really spoke to me. And I was like, you know what? I'm fabulous. Like, I'm going to enter this competition. So I ended up entering thinking nothing of it. I went to New York. I got to interview with MacDougall. I got to talk to his team. I got to do headshots. It was just an amazing experience. I got to go to New York Fashion Week. Then from there, I got to go to Chicago, where I met a lot of his team in, in their headquarters. I saw his warehouse. We got screen tests. We had so much fun. And then from there, I winded up winning this competition. And it just means the absolute world to me, knowing that MacDougall is opening up you know, a whole realm for plus-size women, You know, women that aren't the average girl. They aren't the sample size, too. So it's just really exciting knowing that, you know, body positivity is coming more around now and everybody can feel comfortable in their own skin and have something that makes them feel so beautiful. So yeah. it's really exciting. Yeah. And even though like we're going to be talking specifically about like kind of plus size and like your story and we're going to get into that. This is yeah. relatable to girls who are, I mean, a size six who are looking at a size zero or even a size four who's looking at a size zero or yeah, a size absolutely. six who's looking at a size two. I mean, we compare ourselves. It's kind of a um, human nature. So, Jesse, what have you seen as like a trend in pageantry as regards to like body confidence, et cetera? So the first thing I'll mention is I had a pep talk call with a contestant in Mexico. She was competing for Miss Teen Mexico. I had this call a couple of days ago and she said to me, she had a bunch of questions that we went through and she asked me, what's the perfect size for a pageant girl? And it broke my heart in 45 million pieces because there is no perfect size for a pageant girl. It's, are you fit? Are you healthy? Are you confident in who you are? Are you bringing that X factor to that pageant and that potential title? That's really what I value. And I think what we're noticing in the trends of pageantry, which is so exciting, is the shift of that, Stephen, to your point, that traditional and Brianna, that, that sample size too. And we're seeing it adjust to a more fit, fuller figured body. And that is so exciting. And it's exciting for women of all ages and all different systems. So I think in the next few years and even in the upcoming or the, the Miss USA pageant this year, we will have seen that shift. Yeah. And girls kind of get the, the bad rap of this. I mean, guys, you can be like, I mean, weigh what society would consider overweight, et cetera. And it's just like, okay. But women <laughs> feel like deal with it a lot more um, because of 
maybe the pressures that us guys or society in general places on it. I don't know. I'm not a woman, but just outsider looking <laughs> in, right? That's what I see. Yeah. Brianna, you had this experience as a sophomore in high school and where you tried to fit into the mold of what you thought was just quote normal. So talk to us about that experience that you had as a sophomore. So when I was a sophomore in high school, I wanted nothing more than to be a model. I wanted to be in the modeling industry so bad. I was 5'7", and I thought I had fit the mold of what the perfect model in my head was. So I got signed with an agency, and constantly throughout my my journey was, you need to be thinner. You need to lose five more pounds. You, le- you need to lose 10 more pounds. And, you know, I was 118 pounds at the time at 5'7", And they were constantly in my head, you know, belittling what I needed to be. And I needed to be that sample size, too. I was around a four, six. And, you know, I'm a bigger girl. I have a bigger frame. I have wider shoulders. So I was constantly putting myself down. I was constantly like telling myself, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to make it in the modeling world. I'm not meant to be a model. So at the time, I was physically hurting my body by starving myself, you know, something that I'm not proud of. And, you know, emotionally, it was really messing with my head that I was striving for perfection that wasn't where I was ever going to be. I was never going to be that sample size too, because I have broader shoulders and that wasn't acceptable at the time. It was like, do whatever it takes to be the sample size too. So I tried to do whatever it takes, but my body frame doesn't fit that. So I was constantly striving for this perfection of what, you know, what I thought was perfection and what they thought was perfection to be this little petite model. And it just wasn't, it wasn't possible for me, unfortunately. And it really, you know, it really messed with a couple of years of my life striving for something that wasn't, wasn't in reach for me. So I really gave up on a dream that I thought I couldn't reach. Right. And it's amazing how God brings everything full circle and just says, Hey, here you go. Um, yeah, absolutely. but you weren't always like that, right? So something happened, was, um, ninth grade that you either came to the realization that, or to the thought rather that you weren't good enough. Did, do you remember what that instance was, um, to help yeah. the people listening? Yeah. Well, what actually wound up happening was, um, when I was in high school, I was dating a boy, it was my first boyfriend, my first love you know, everything that your high school, you you dream of, like having your first love in high school. Um, I dated him for about a year in. And about that time, he actually winded up getting diagnosed with cancer. And, you know, I was going through all these different things with modeling. I was, you know, trying to be the best I could be trying to pursue a career with it. And I was dating somebody that was so sick. So emotionally, I was all over the place. I was just not in a good place all the time, you know, being with somebody that you love so deeply and watching them go through something so dramatic at such a young age, just put such a heartache on my heart every single day, like every single day, there was just nothing I could do, but be there for him. And, you know, with me struggling, you know, trying to be something that I wasn't able to reach, it really just put a damper on who I thought I was. And I just never thought I was good enough for anything or anyone. So what wound up happening was he did wind up passing away. And at that moment, I thought my life was over. I really thought to myself, like, what am I going to do without this person that I've loved so deeply? Like, this was my first love. You know, what am I going to do without him? But it put into perspective that life is so short. Why am I 
hurting myself? Why am I doing something that's not meant for me? Why am I changing my perspective? Why am I, you know, the sky is the limit. I, I should be reaching for my dreams and not putting all this pressure on myself every single day. And, you know, he really taught me that, you know, you have to take every day with a grain of salt, you know, God blessed you to be on this earth. And I feel like everybody has a purpose. And he really changed my life. He really changed my life for the better. And once he actually passed away, I actually gained 20 pounds, like, in a, a couple of weeks. I mean, I was also using food as a physical crutch because I was so distraught. But, you know, it really put my life back in this perspective of where I needed to be and what path I was meant to be on. Mm. So, so it was a blessing to my life in many ways. So when, when you were, like, starving yourself, mm-hmm. um, tell, like, Jesse and I and the people who are listening – like, what were you eating on a daily, on a daily basis? Um, I was really just eating an apple. I was wow. eating an apple and I was eating once in a while. I would eat those really thin bagel thins. They were like a hundred calories. And I only put like maybe like a teaspoon. Like I measured everything out within calories. Mm-hmm. So like I knew one half of that bagel was going to be like 50 calories and I could put a tablespoon on it and it would be, you know, X amount of calories to make it, you know, an a number in my head that I thought was okay. So I was doing that, but I was really just, I would have an apple at lunch and people would look at me and be like, why are you eating just an apple? Like, Oh, I'm not really that hungry today. I would lie. I would say, Oh, you know, my mom's making a really big dinner and you know, I'm going to eat a lot when I get home, but you know, I'm really not hungry right now. Like I would do anything to get the attention off of why I'm just eating an apple. So yeah, I could see that. Jesse, yeah. have you seen the similar thing to girls in pageantry? And if so, like, how does it come about? Like, do they, what's the genesis of it? Do they see somebody else that, who wins, who looks like a certain type, and then they start to go down this trend? What's the genesis? So what I've seen is what the trend is of the national pageants the year before. And in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, it was that super, super thin, but muscular. I'm not going to say these women were not muscular still. It was very, very thin with muscle tone. And to Brianna, your point, not everyone's made biologically to be a size zero, two or four. I mean, some people are very genetically blessed and that's their frame and that's great. Some people work extremely hard, but they're able to achieve that. But not everyone is. One of my favorite stories of a pageant girl ever is my friend Mallory, Miss America. And she said she ate an Auntie Anne's pretzel on the way to Miss America. And then she ended up winning. It was just like her being comfortable and where she was at that point. And she did what made her happy. So there is that, that mental process of okay, this is what I think I need to look like. And you have girls that are taking diuretics before a pageant. There are girls that are that whole week. And I think it's more of a mind game than anything else, Stephen and Brianna. When you see a girl that's barely eating all pageant week, you're like, they're trying to psych you out. I'm so into swimsuit and I'm so dedicated. I'm so disciplined. And sure, I mean, swimsuit is one of those areas where you are in control. It's your, it's your workout schedule. It's, I mean, um, Steven Renata just competed in the bodybuilding contest. She knows all about this. It's true. It's what are you taking in? What are you putting out with your workouts? What makes sense for your body? So there are contestants that are doing it right and are being healthy. So let's not take anything away from those young women, but I think there are some that take it to the extreme or they put off this impression of like, I'm going to do the maximum to get to that goal of being 
a size zero or a size two, but it's not necessary. And I love hearing success stories of women like Mallory, like you, Brianna, like Michaela, Miss Indiana, USA a few years ago that own their skin and it rewards them. I think that is so incredible. And I think that's the message that we really need to continue to push out. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So Brianna, like when you had this experience, um, Mm -hmm. and I honestly could not imagine going through this experience in high school of losing my, I mean, for me, a girlfriend, it just, it would be so just life altering, but you had that experience. You said you used food as a crutch, but you don't do that now. So there had to be some sort of epiphany when you went back to eating normal that you that you in essence found yourself and you rediscovered your confidence. Can you tell yeah. us like what that was? Well, you know what it, it really was? It was me realizing that life is so short and me just saying to myself, like, I know who I am. And he used to tell me all the time, you know, you're so beautiful and you have so much to offer and your heart is so big. And, you know, at the time, I didn't believe that in myself because I was constantly having somebody else tell me, like, you're not good enough. So it is all mental. It's all in your mind. Like you tell yourself what you are and you believe it. So I was telling myself, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. I don't, you know, I don't deserve to be a model. I, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to reach this goal. But, you know, having him tell me like, you know, you're so beautiful and, you know, I'm so lucky to have you. I have such a great person by my side all the time. And, you know, I think it really made me realize like I am good enough. I'm going to be good enough for the rest of my life. And I don't need anybody telling me that. I need to change who I am because I am me and that's my power. Nobody else is like me. So I think that's really what altered me to becoming, you know, the person I am today. Like I own who I am every single day now because of him. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy that I was in a mindset thinking like, I'm not going to be good enough, but I am. And now I know every single day, like I know I'm good enough and I know I can help other people feel good enough as well. Like and, I've been there. And Jesse, like you've you're noticing trends like in Miss America, like for example. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, tell us about some of those trends and you can pull out just one or a few pageants, whatever's applicable, so that girls can really understand the fact that, hey, I can just own me in whatever size that I am and still succeed in pageantry. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, if we related to pageantry directly, Miss America just changed last year officially, but now I think we're really going to see it um, even more so, is swimsuit is only 15%. And even though it's always only been 15%, now that there's no ranking at Miss America any longer, you're seeing a lot less attention being paid to the swimsuit phase in regard to that over-the-top preparation. And I, I want to be hesitant as I say that because the title of this podcast is Being Confident at Any Size. And I don't want those that are a size zero or a size two to think that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I'm a natural size zero. I'm very blessed. And from my genetics that like I can have a taco and not worry about it, but not every woman stores their their body composition that way. So let's be honest, everyone is different, but I think we're seeing that change across the board and I think we're seeing it more accepted. So the scoring change at Miss America is a direct reflection, but you also have systems like National American Miss where the three phases that are weighed in the major title are interview, on-stage introduction, and formal wear. So I don't see anywhere in that scoring component that 
faults you on your body image. It's your confidence, your poise, your ability to speak, your ambassadorship. That's what we're starting to see emerge and values for these pageant systems. And I love that. And one of my favorite images, and Brianna and Stephen, you may have seen this, but it's the image of all of the gold medalists in the various sports from the Olympics and their bodies and how different they all are. Because, I mean, you see the gymnast where it's like strength in a tiny package and you see water polo where it's super strong thighs and legs and you see figure skating, very petite. I mean, everybody is made to serve a different purpose. So I think that's really the mindset that we need to celebrate both in the beauty industry and in the pageant industry. Yeah. And I'm glad that I'm glad that you brought up that point about, I mean, the girls who are a size zero and a size two, because Renata's the same way. I mean, she was eating, um, I hope her trainer isn't listening to this, but she was eating chocolate the week of her <laughs> fitness competition. And, and she still got like fourth in like one of the most competitive competitions. And this was her first one ever. Um, she's just naturally, I mean, she's Brazilian, right? There's something in the water, but, um, <laughs> but so sometimes she's like, I don't want to feel hated on because I'm like a size zero. Like I, she's like, I don't think I could get up to, you know, the other sizes um, just because of her, her genetics. So it's really just kind of owning where you are and being happy with it. And if you feel like totally comfortable and totally confident with where you are, that's where you should be while trying to improve whatever aspect about your life that you want to improve. But coming from a place of confidence rather than I need to be a size X, whatever X is in order to fit in or in order to be confident or in order to like achieve something. Um, so like Brianna with you, we all have days where we don't feel great, right? Um, like you look yourself in the mirror and somehow the mirror is not showing Steven. It's showing some rare (laughs) other version (laughs) of Steven that I'm like, who is this Yes. Stefano. (laughs) He's so Stefano. So like when you have these kinds of days, how do you make yourself snap out of it? Because I mean, you know, if you make the mistake um, of just buying the lie that you see or that you think you see, you could easily just digress. So how do you make yourself snap out of it? Absolutely. Um, Well, one of the things that I'm very big on is I love the beauty industry. So I am very much into makeup and hair. I feel like if you give a girl the right pair of shoes she can conquer the world I love that quote because I feel like it's so true when you do things to make yourself feel beautiful and that's one of the things I do like I do my makeup a little more I do my hair up a little more put a little more volume at the top when you do things that make you feel confident you just walk a little bit you know you just walk better you talk better you're confident in yourself you hold your head up higher your smile is brighter like do things to make you feel good and that is something that I do for myself is like I have a YouTube channel. I like to inspire other women every day. I have Instagram. I like to do makeup. I like to be creative, do different looks, play with different colors. I have that streak about me and that's what makes me happy. So that's one thing that I do for myself is just, you know, putting an outfit together just that makes me feel good. Putting a little more eyeshadow on that makes just makes my eyes pop. Things that make me feel good. So that's one thing I do for myself. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, what, what about you? So there are definitely days where I look in the mirror and I'm not a competitor anymore. I haven't been a competitor in four years now, which makes me feel so out of touch. I look in the mirror (laughs) and I know know I'm not a competitive size anymore. And I try on outfits and I'm like, what the heck happened? Like, I didn't look like this 
two years ago. But it's just the moment of like, I am a firm believer in a great outfit makes the whole mindset of the day better or different. So I put on something I know I feel great in, or I will, you guys know, I've talked about my anthem in many calls, like, or I listen to my anthem um, music wise, that puts me in a great space. And you know, it's that, it's that reconnection of what makes me special because I, I just was telling Brianna and Stephen before the call for those listening, I used to live in New York city and I pride myself on my ability to take it a little bit out of the box from my fashion sense. So I'll put on something that nobody else would have the courage to wear and I'll feel great in that. And where some people will say like, oh my gosh, I could never wear that or it's loud. Like that's my happy place is to wear something that really fits my, you guys know, my snarky, silly, crazy personality. That's what I think makes me me more than me being a size two or a size four. So it's finding what makes you unique, whether it's the three words, we talked about our pageant clients, the three words that describe you. A lot of you use loyal, a lot of you use driven. Connect with those words. And those are what makes you you versus how you look, what you wear, what your styling is that day. So it's, I think if, if you're struggling right now for those listening on your body image, take a moment. So pause it right after this comment and think about the three words that describe you. And I would be willing to bet the majority of you are not using a physical word to describe yourself and connect with why you chose those words and what's so great about them, because those are what's important in life and not how you look. So if, if you are struggling right now, I want you to pause, think about those three words, write them down and think about why they're so great and what make you so special. Because it's, it's difficult in this industry to, to be able to connect with us all the time because so much of what we think we're being judged on is our outfits and our wardrobe and our decisions. So um, that's really what I, I try to lean back on. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Like That's that. Great. And one of the things that, like, whenever I don't like anything about myself, I ask myself why. And I have to ask myself why three times. And usually on the third time, I get to the real reason. Um, so it's like, if I, if I don't like, let's say, like my body, why don't I like my body? Well, it's not my personal best, whatever. And then once I get to that real reason and I write it down, so it's not cerebral, it's like, it's in front of me so I can see it. Then what I just do is I try to put a structure in place. So that I can then like healthy and proactively change that aspect. And typically my structure is who do I know that is already successful with this? And can I either hire them or pick up the phone and call them and ask them like what their strategy is? Because I mean, success is not really a secret. It's found in your daily habits. And so if you see somebody else that you're comparing yourself to, just ask yourself, like, why am I comparing myself to maybe it's Jesse? Why am I comparing mm. myself to Jesse? What is it mm -hmm. about Jesse that either makes me feel intimidated or insecure? And then yeah. you see the other side of it and it's like, oh, oh, it's just that. Like, basically, I, I like the way her body looks. So I want to look like that. Okay. Well, maybe I can just pick up the phone and ask her how she eats or where she goes to exercise or how many times a week she exercises, morning, night, evening. Like, what kind of structure does she have in her life? in order to like achieve that goal. So by doing that, you become more proactive and it's more of a, like a victor's mentality versus a victim mentality. Um, and you'll feel a lot better about yourself. Like when you're, when you're making these, these positive changes. Um, so Brianna with you going through this whole and MacDougall is totally just 
revolutionize this plus size modeling world because most people who have quote plus size fashion lines what they do is they put a girl who's not considered plus size and then they photoshop her even further to where yeah you can tell she's slightly thicker but she's not a plus size at all so what MacDougall's really done which i found fascinating and a lot of other people clearly by the by the amount of people that jumped on the bandwagon that was really like um, pushing this, um, he just owned this, like, you're beautiful how you are. And he's just an, just an amazing human being. I just love Mac. Um, but with you, what has this process really brought out in you, like, personally? And, like, and what kind of effect has it had on your self-esteem? Well, personally, like I said, when I entered the competition, I was almost God sent to me because I do have my beauty page, which is where I have always, you know, dreamed of empowering other people. I love sharing tips and I love, you know, interacting with new people and et cetera and so on. So when this came on my beauty page, it really it felt God sent to me. I was like, there's a reason that this is crossing my path. You know, I didn't follow MacDougall at the time. It came up as a sponsored ad because, you know, I'm in the beauty industry. I love everything beauty related. I was like, this is speaking to me. And I love this. I absolutely love this. You know, as somebody that's, you know, the average girl considered plus size in the modeling industry, I really thought I was never going to be able to be a model. You know, I get told all the time, like, oh, you should model. I'm like, no, I should not model. I, I can't do that to myself again. I will not put myself back on that bandwagon of being unhealthy and, you know, emotionally, physically, I will not do it. So I really felt like, there was no hope for me in the modeling world and seeing this ad and seeing this campaign and what MacDougall has been doing for women all over the world. It's just absolutely incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And I'm just so thankful that I get to share my story and get to empower other women to do the same because as a woman, it's so hard to love yourself. Sometimes it really is, you know, there's so many different people around you and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and I just can't wait to help other women have the self-esteem that I have now because I was in such a dark place in my life at one point. And now this has brought up so many great opportunities for me to help other people, which I'm just so blessed with. That's great. Jesse, like, could you recommend any like pageants that girls who are in the plus size that, that they could compete in? So um, first of all, I definitely want to acknowledge MacDougall and his new formal wear line that features the fabulous models that you're you're um, promoting, Brianna. Yes. I just think it's so great that there are designers that are expanding their product line to feature plus size women or women of fuller figures. Um, but yes, to your point, Stephen, I, I love Miss Plus America. Um, I think there are so many systems up and coming that don't feature on size at all. I already mentioned National American Miss. I think women of any size, shape are celebrated because of their ambassador skills, like I mentioned. Um, those two in particular stand out to me. Um, there are so many others. Um, and it doesn't have to be the plus size spectrum. I mean, again, they're mainstream pageants. Um, that are really celebrating this lifestyle. International Junior Miss is another high school America. Um, because again, there, there are features like there are categories like fun fashion or runway that have nothing to do with your figure. And to that point, we talked about the fact that you may not naturally be a size zero or a two, but there is a difference, right, Brianna, from being just like embracing your body size to working hard for your body size. Absolutely. Too. And I think Exactly. And I think that's the difference in the pageant world is 
be a size eight, be a size 12, be a size 16, be a size 20, but work as hard as you can for your body so that it looks its best. And that doesn't mean whittling it down to an unnatural size for you. It means going to the gym, getting, eating the right foods. And I, I definitely want to hear about your, your regimens, Brianna, but I mean, yes. take care of your body, no matter what size it is. Um, but I think, like I said, there are a lot of mainstream pageants that your size is not a condition any longer. Yeah. Brianna, so touch on that. Like what is some of your, now that you, you did the extreme dieting <laughs> and yes. then you actually had the experience of like using food as a crutch and now you're, you found that balance. So, so talk to us maybe some about your, your, your regimen. Yeah. So now I do have my happy medium, um, which is perfect for me. I do eat very healthy. I do, you know, a lot of grilled chicken, a lot of, you know, vegetables, et cetera. I do indulge on my weekend days though. Like I will, you know, go out and have tacos or go out with friends or go out with family, you know, have the pasta, have the cheese and everything else under the sun. But I do go to the gym three times a week. I do a lot of classes, so I do like to kickbox, which is one of my favorites. You know, not even just physically, mentally working out for me just gives me the best release of just feeling better. I feel like my brain works better. I just, I feel like I can conquer the day once I work out. Like, it's just, it's something personal for me, but I absolutely love it. And um, yeah, so I still have my balance. I still get to enjoy, you know, food. But I do, you know, during the week, like while I'm at work or, you know, while I'm home, I try to eat, you know, pretty healthy. But like I said, I do have, you know, I have a happy medium. So I still enjoy my life, but I do like to be healthy as well. And I do like to feel my best. And when I do put better foods in my body, I do feel, you know, 100% better than when I eat, you know, the good stuff, the carbs and everything else under the sun. Yeah. And and speaking with Renata's trainer and just other trainers throughout the years, because I've I've hired some too when I've competed in fitness competitions and just there's personal trainers all throughout our website. They're all in agreement that most girls are not eating enough. And like when you're starving yourself, I mean, for you all listening, um, your body goes in the starvation mode because it doesn't know when it's going to eat again. So you basically trained your body that you're going to get very little nutrition throughout the day if you are eating, like in Brianna's case, an apple a day. And what it does is like it, you eat it and your body just stores it. And mm-hmm. then if you ever overindulge, it's really quickly for you to gain weight because it's just it's not used to getting that much food. It doesn't know your body doesn't know what to do with it. Um, so it really jacks up your I mean, your metabolism. So um if you are in that situation and you've been like under eating, um, you know, email me, Stephen and Stephen spelled with a V at thepageantplanet.com. And I'm not going to say we're going to make sure that you're going to get help because honestly, like I don't want to treat you like a victim, but what we can do is we can work with you and we can connect you with a trainer who can help you really like create a system that will work for you that you can be nutri- um, like nourished throughout the day so that you don't have to do these extreme tactics to try to get in shape for your pageant. Um, and so you can be healthy because like pageantry, it's not about just winning the crown. It's about like creating a successful life and making an impact on the world around you. And honestly, you just don't have the energy if you're not giving your body what you need to really be a successful contributing member 
of society. Sure, you might make a difference, but um, you could make a difference exponentially and be a lot happier in the process um, when you're giving your body what you need. Um, Absolutely. So I guess with that, um, Brianna, I, I know maybe even some people would feel more comfortable even reaching out to you since you've been there and yeah. you've basically been through all extremes. I know Absolutely. that, yeah. And I know that you have a brand online. So tell girls how they can connect with you on social media so they can, they can see you and they can connect with you to learn how to yes. be, yeah, and learn your beauty would, tips. And I would absolutely love that. I, if anybody wants to reach out to me, I am so more than happy to, you know, answer direct messages, Facebook messages, Instagram messages, any form of way that you can, you know, get in contact with me, I will always answer and I'll always give my best advice. So I am on Snapchat. I am on Instagram and I am on Facebook and YouTube. So I, my Instagram and my Snapchat are the same. It's Brianna, B-R-I-A-N-N-A, Jean, J-E-A-N-X-X. So that's where you can find me on Instagram and Snapchat. And then YouTube is space and Facebook are my full name, my first and last name, which is Brianna and then Philber, which I'm sure we can have somewhere because my last name's a little long. Um, but you can find me through even Instagram. My full name is on there as well. You can find me on there. You can message me there and then I can send you my last name or whatever's easier for you guys. Yeah, just, so. yeah, just look in the show notes, like, um, for the podcast description, we'll spell our name out yeah. and all that stuff. Perfect. So you can just kind of copy paste. Um, but exactly. <laughs> Brianna, Jesse, thank you both so very much for, um, just taking the time to help girls, gosh, just live a more confident life. Absolutely. And thank you guys so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure talking to you both. You're both so inspirational. It's been an honor. Uh, congrats, Brianna. We're so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It means the world. I appreciate it. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.